For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts, eating, first down, and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. I'm your host, Ed Kratz, with SI.com, Eagle Maven, also with Fan Nation. And it is my pleasure today to be joined by Patricia Trena with the Giants Country, also an SI.com channel. Uh, welcome, Patricia. Thank you for joining me here on, what is this, Tuesday, coming out of the holiday, July 5th. Th- thank you for coming on. My pleasure, always. Uh, so let's get into this. You've been covering the New York Giants for many, many years. Um, a lot of optimism, I think, around Giants this season. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It's playoffs or bust for the New York Giants. Um, Joe Judge, look, in his first year, six and 10, you look at that and you say, where's the reason for optimism? But you look at the program he put in place, you look at you know the talent they brought in in the offseason. The coaching upgrades they made, they, you know, at offensive line, for example, um, the fact that everybody is in year two of the system, or mostly everybody's in year two of the system. You look at, you know, the fact that uh, the Giants had an offseason, as did the rest of the NFL. So there's a lot of optimism there. And, and this is a big, big year for the Giants because they haven't made the playoffs. Well, they made it once in the last decade since winning the last Super Bowl. But they want to get in. They, they they want to get out of the cellar. And, you know, they feel they finally have, you know, the coaching. They feel they finally have the talent. And they have the direction that they've been lacking for a number of years. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned Joe Judge being in his second year. Of course, he's a, a Philadelphia guy. Grew up here in the suburbs. Um, yeah, I, I imagine a lot of people in the Philadelphia area are kind of rooting for Joe Judge. Of course, not when they play the Eagles. Um but Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in his second season as a head coach back in 2017. So it's not inconceivable that, you know, maybe uh, Joe Judge can take this team on a ride. Um, but let me get your thoughts, uh, Patricia, on what do you think is the greatest strength uh, of this Giants team, a position group or a, a player? Um, what, do, what do you think is the biggest strength? I'm going to say the defensive secondary, they really poured a lot of resources into a group that was already pretty good. Now, like the Eagles this year, one of the questions at the end of last year for the Giants is who's going to be corner number two. The Giants were able to outbid the Eagles for Adore Jackson, um, who's going to be corner number two, but they also added um, a, a bigger slot receiver in Aaron Robinson, their third round pick. So he's going to rotate in with Darnay Holmes, the who, who took most of the slot snaps last year, but who's a little smaller a player. So now they have options to mix and match, especially against those 
you know, when opponents put tight ends in the slot or bigger receivers, um, you have the safeties, you know, Jabril Peppers is coming back. Logan Ryan was signed to an extension and they're getting Xavier McKinney for a full year. Fingers crossed. He missed half of his rookie season with a broken foot last year, but the little sample size we did see from him, very promising. So the defensive secondary significantly upgraded, and it was important to do that because um, I think it's six out of the top 10 teams last year that finished in the top of the league in receiving yardage are on the giant schedule. So they needed to upgrade that defensive secondary so that they can play more man coverage. Well, they also upgraded, I think, the receiving spot too, right? Um, that yeah. would would that be kind of your second greatest strength? Do you think on the Giants is that receiving core, or or would you go somewhere else with that? Uh... I would say probably, yeah. I, you know, because the jury's still kind of out on on pass rusher, which is another area they upgraded. But yeah, you're you're right about the receiving core. They added Kenny Galladay who is a big bodied X receiver. They haven't really had a legitimate X receiver. And I can't tell you how long, I, I think you would probably have to go back to the early two thousands with Plaxico Burris. Although you could probably make a case for Hank Kim Nicks um, for that second Super Bowl. but they added Kenny Galladay. They drafted Kadarius Tony, who's, a, who's, you know, primarily a slot receiver, but he can be moved around the formation They've added some more speed. John Ross, we'll see if he makes the team. They have uh, Darius Slayton returning, Sterling Shepard. So really, they are are stacked at the receiver position. And it's going to be interesting to see how the bottom of the depth chart plays out at that spot. You know, as always is the talk with the Giants uh, is the quarterback, Daniel Jones. I mean, do you think that the New York has done enough to put some pieces around uh, Jones going into what's this his uh, fourth season, I think uh, his third third. OK, do you think they've done enough to, to kind of push him to where they want him to go? I think so. And I and I hesitate on that because the big question mark for the Giants is the offensive line. The Giants are very optimistic about the young offensive line they have. You know, a lot of those guys are going into year two. Andrew Thomas, second year. Um, Shane Lemieux at left guard, second year. Nick Gates, even though he's been around a little bit longer than two years, this will be his second season as the starting center. Uh, Matt Parrott, the projected starting right tackle, second year. So really the old man of the group is Will Hernandez, who's the projected right guard, but he's going into his first season at, at a new position after being a career left guard. So there's some question mark regarding there. And I think it's going to come down to whether or not the Giants are correct about their assessment of the offensive line, or are we on the outside correct? And hopefully we on the outside who have our doubts about that unit are incorrect. Otherwise, it's going to be a long year. But in terms of talent, you know, da- Daniel Jones is getting Saquon Barkley back. Yes. They added Kyle Rudolph, who's a big, big addition, especially for a red zone target. You know, they brought back Evan Ingram. You know, we've talked about the receivers before. So they have definitely made an effort to upgrade that offense. The 31st ranked scoring offense last year, they had to do it. Well, you know, it's the obvious question. How much did that offense miss Saquon Barkley last year? Did they have to change anything when he went out of the lineup? I think they missed him a great deal. Um, Now, nobody with with the Giants will admit to this, but I believe and I will believe until I go to my grave that uh, that Saquon Barkley, when he left the lineup because of the torn ACL, with him went a big chunk of the playbook. 
because he can do so many things for an offense. And I just, you know, if you're Jason Garrett and you're trying to learn about what you have and how you can deploy them, and now you suddenly end up missing a guy who was such a big part of the offense and, and it can do so many things. That's a real kick in the, in, in the belly, if you will. So that was a huge loss. You know, now Saquon Barkley, they're bringing him back along slowly. I don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent ready to go week one. Um, I don't think they want to rush him and they don't need to rush him really because they want him for when things start to heat up and hopefully, you know, again, if they get into the playoffs, that's when they're going to need him. So that's going to be one of the main storylines to follow this summer is how far along does he come? Um, Is he going to be ready for camp? Is he going to do anything in camp? What's he going to be able to do? I mean, we won't see him in the preseason games, but um, you know, whether or not he's ready to go hundred percent by week one, that's a big storyline to follow. I, for one, I'm finally looking forward to a preseason football game. I never thought I would say that, but after not having him last year, it's going to be nice to see them uh, kind of fire those back up again in August. Um, You know, and it's it's interesting, Patricia, that these two teams are going to spend a lot of holiday time together and their fan bases because they don't play until November 28th, which is a couple days after Thanksgiving. And then they don't even have to wait a month before they see each other again, two days after Christmas on December 26th. So, you know, if this is a division that's hanging in the balance, um, anybody could win it, I guess. I mean, who do you, who do you like to win this division? Could, do you like the giants to come out on top? Well, I think they can. Um, I think it's going to come down to the Giants and Washington. I, I mean, I, I like what Ron Rivera is building down in Washington. Yep. Um, the Eagles, no offense to the to the Eagle fans, but you guys, you know, you got a lot of change and a lot of questions I think you have to sort out. Down in Dallas, you know, everybody's saying, oh, Dak is back and, you know, the, the Cowboys are back. And I want to see what they do with that defense because mm-hmm. last year that defense was historically bad. And I know they changed defensive coordinators, but – you know, it takes time for, for everything to kind of take root and, and for play, you know, for players to play quickly. So I could see the division this year coming down to the Giants or Washington, uh, two teams that I think surprised a lot of people. You know, when we talked about last year, who was going to be at the top of the division, did anybody have what the Washington, uh, excuse me, the Washington football team or the Giants, um, you know, at the top? I know I didn't. So, uh, I think this year you might see that. Well, I'll tell you, if the if Washington football team wins the division, it'll be the first time there's been a repeat winner in the NFC East since the Eagles did it in 03 and 04. And that's a long, long time ago. Um, so maybe history's against them and the Giants can sneak in there. Um, what, um, you know, it was interesting, you know, the Eagles lost their final game of the year. Had they won over Washington, the Giants would have been the NFC East champs, if I'm remembering correctly. And there was seemed to be some anger from the fan base in New York that the Eagles tanked. And I know, you know, Joe Judge talked about it, too, as far as just disrespecting the game and, uh, you know, the, the players on the roster because you shouldn't tank a game. What what was your take on that whole situation the way the Eagles looked like and they denied it but it looked like they tanked away that game to Washington in the season finale well I think you have two different stories you have to look at here number one the Giants blew a few games you know if they had won a couple more games then we're not we're not having this conversation so that being said was I surprised that Doug Peterson former Eagle head coach did what he did when he did it yeah, I was. 
because, you know, it's almost like he reverted back to a preseason type of mode. Mm. And it was surprising. Um, you know, that said, I can kind of see why he might have done it. You know, he probably figured, okay, you know what? We're going home after this game anyway. Let me just, you know, see what I've got. But, you know, I, I'm like, it, the timing was weird. Um, did they disrespect the integrity of the game? You know, uh, you can you can make that argument, I suppose. But again, the, the Giants, for them to be mad, be mad at yourselves because you didn't win, you know, an extra game or two that would have put you in a better position to sew it up. You know, anytime you have to put your fate in the hands of another team, that's not a good thing. And you can't, to me, you cannot be mad if you don't win the division because your fate was in the hands of somebody else and they didn't come through for you. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to have to have help in the last game of the season. Although the Eagles have had some help from other teams in the past to get into the playoffs on that last weekend, but you just want to be in a better position would be, would be my thought. But um, as far as your view, I mean, and you mentioned that the Eagles have a lot of change, a lot of new newness to them, but what, what's your view? You're an hour and a half up the turnpike in the New Jersey turnpike there in New York. I mean, what's your view from that distance on the Eagles and, and what they're going to look like this year? Well, I think they're rebuilding. I mean, they're in salary cap hell right now because of the Carson Wentz trade. They have a lot of young talent. They have a young coaching staff. Um, they all have to grow together. So there's going to be a lot of growing t- pains, a lot of cutting of the teeth, if you will. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, if I'm an Eagles fan, which, you know, I'm not, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but uh, but if I'm an Eagles fan, I temper my, my – uh, expectations. I, I don't think they're going to be an eight, you know, they're going to be at 500 this year or above 500 as the case would be since it's 17 games. Yeah. Um, but what you look for is, are they going to be better by week 18? Cause I think it's now 18 weeks, including the buy right. than they were in week one. And you want to see that, you know, that linear growth, if you will, you know, are they better than what they were last week? And if they're not, then you've got problems, but if they, they show that progress, you know, Forget about the playoffs. That's I don't think that's going to happen this year, but you want to see growth. And I think if people are patient, they will see that growth. It's going to take some time, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and a rebuild, which the Eagles, I think, are, are clearly in. Um, they're not going to be a Super Bowl champion this this coming year. I mean, I'd, I'd be stunned if that happened. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. <laughs> I think their odds are like 100 and something to one to win the wow. Super Bowl. So, yeah. Um, let me ask you finally, uh, Patricia, this question, uh, are there any, uh, matchups that you're concerned about? I, I know that the Eagles and the giants don't play until the end of November, but at this point, here we are in July, any matchups that concern you that favor perhaps the Eagles against the giants? Yeah, I'm concerned about the pit, the offensive line, the giants offensive line against the Eagles defensive front. Um, now hopefully by the time these two teams meet, the Giants offensive line will be clicking and everything will be, you know, be running like a well-oiled machine. But that said, you know, the Eagles defensive line, they're a tough one. They're that's a tough group to play. And they're going to be a good challenge uh, for that young group. Um, I don't know if the new Eagles defensive coordinator is, is big on running stunts and twists, but that was a problem for Giants, the Giants offensive line last year. They couldn't really handle those stunts and twists. And I think until they prove otherwise, you're going to see a lot of 
uh, defensive coordinators run them against that offensive line. So that's something I'm concerned about uh, because look, if Daniel Jones is on his back or running for his life all game long, they're not going to win. And I don't care, you know, you could say, oh, the Giants match up better. Uh, you know, the receivers should t- should trump the the Eagles secondary. You you can you can say the Eagles linebackers are a mess. You can, you know, you can make any argument you want, but if the pit battle isn't won by the Giants, then it doesn't matter. Good analysis. Well, Patricia Trana, thanks again for uh for joining us here on Eagles Unfiltered. And uh, I'm sure we'll see each other some point in the season somewhere along the line. Have a great rest of your summer. You too, Ed. Thanks. Thank you. Oops. I don't know if I say that. Kmart announces the Freedom Store is closing forever. Millions of dollars in inventory must be sold. Store-wide discounts up to 75% off. Every department is on sale. All fine jewelry, fashion apparel, footwear, toys, health and beauty aids, and cosmetics are now on sale in-store. Everything must go. Nothing held back. Selling to the bare walls. Even store fixtures are all for sale. Shop now for best selection only at the Kmart store in Freedom at 1702 Freedom Boulevard. It is business as usual at all other Kmart stores. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.